B I N G O B I N G O B I N G O and Bingo was his name. Oh, I'm on the farm, y'all. I'm on the farm. Greetings, welcome. This is Words with Ali. I'm your host, Ali Seavright. And this week's episode, I'm gonna say some words on manhood, but more specifically, wholeness. Now, I, I'm struggling to define what manhood is. What does it mean to be a man? Are you just tough? Are you vulnerable? Are you tough and vulnerable? Are you tough, vulnerable, approachable and non-approachable at the same time? Hi, welcome. This is my TED Talk. And I'm going to try to figure out what it means to be a man in this episode. Um, I'm doing this like every two weeks now because like weekly was kind of kind of a bit much. I'm on a farm. I'm out in the countryside of Ontario. Uh taking care of some chickens, geese, ducks, um, some goats, cows, uh, a big pig, some dogs, some cats, and a lizard. Oh, and some plants. Because, you know, just throw it all in there. Um, Yeah. That's, yeah, I brought my podcast gear up here. Cause I knew I had to record an episode and you know, once I set my mind to something, I got to stay committed. You know, I can't, I can't falter. And I think that's part of being a man sticking to your word. And I guess I've made it a habit since, yeah, since I was a teenager to, I guess, always keep my word. And, you know, I kept a promise to a friend that has passed now for over 11 years and yeah, I, I've been keeping that promise and I'll probably continue keeping that promise until I, I pass. And I feel like that's a part of, you know, being a man, having that, you know, just being a, a I guess, a regular person, too. It's like having integrity, you know. And, you know, I guess not complaining. I, I got to work on the not complaining thing. Um, man, yo, it was so cold yesterday. It was so cold. It's like freezing rain out here. And then I got to re- reel in all of these animals and feed them and then trying to feed them and then give them water. Cause I have to fill like these big, uh, troughs with water and shit. This shit freezes. And if you don't clear the hose, that shit freezes and then you're fucked and then you got to fill buckets and then the bucket freezes and that shit and it breaks because plastic just breaks when it gets too cold. It's just, it's just a clusterfuck. Huh? But Hey, I'm not complaining. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, it's peaceful out here. Um, it is quiet because the dogs are, I assume are sleeping and the lizard doesn't make much noise. It just, just chills i don't know if it if if it's eating at all i see new poop every day i don't know what is eating there um i suppose i'm supposed to feed it crickets Eh, it'll make it anyway um i guess the journey of manhood for me is about becoming 
more of a complete person by yourself. You know, you're not reliant on anybody. You're not, I guess, trying to bolster yourself with, you know, anything else outside of yourself and using things as crutches and that sort of thing. And I guess this experience on this farm right now for me is me testing myself, seeing if I can, I guess, hack it. Because for years I talked about, oh, I want to own some land, have a farm, you know, live sustainably, do all that type of thing. And, you know, a part of that is having animals to take care of because the animals will provide you food and, you know, that, that, um, it doesn't work if you don't know how to take care of them, you know? And, um, yeah, this was, uh, a jump in the deep end, uh, taking care of a farm, running a farm in the winter is fucking very difficult. It is extremely difficult. Things that I didn't know froze, froze up here. And <laughs> I'm hoping my vehicle will make it out of here by the, by the time I'm done. Um, I've been running it like every day just to make sure. But it's been making some noise, some new noises, I guess, because it's out in the cold. And all of a sudden, my all-wheel drive just stopped working. So, um, yeah, I got to fix that. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh i guess i can um look up on youtube how to you know and i think that's part of manhood too it's like fixing shit being able to work on things and you know restore it to a working quality i think is a part of manhood but also just regular humanhood maybe i should just call this episode humanhood and wholeness but I guess it's pertaining more personally to me and, you know, how I define manhood and I guess my journey with that. You know, I have, I had uh, many examples in my life of men, you know, not only my father, my many uncles, my older cousins, and um, yeah, older friends, um, some camp counselors back in the day. Um, you go to summer camp, like almost every summer for like two weeks. And then <laughs> that kind of stopped when I started, you know, working in construction. But, um, yeah, I got to see examples of how different people approach manhood. You know, you got the ornery, stoic, you know, too tough, but... Once in a while, pat you on the back, say you did a good job, that type of manhood. And then you got the super protective. Oh, you can always tell me all your secrets, buddy. I'm right here for you. I'm the number one man in your life. I'm, I'm right there. You could tell me everything and I'll hug you every single day. I love you. Like that type of manhood, someone that's open with their emotions and allows you to be open with them. And then you get a mix of that. And I guess I've been trying to, I guess, steer away from the stoicism a bit. You know, opening myself up, trying new things, exploring new emotions. And I guess, yeah, this podcast is a part of that journey. But also applying it to, you know, the rest of my life rather than just talking about it. And 
Yeah. It is. Yeah. How do I? I sh I'm struggling. I'm not going to lie. I'm struggling. Because certain things like I. I'm not used to dealing with. And especially with on the emotional spectrum, I never dealt more than just like sadness and happiness and anger. But there's a whole host of other feelings and emotions buried beneath that. And embracing that is like a, a whole journey in itself. So it's like, how do I go about this? What is an, what's a good example of someone that's good with that stuff? You know, I can look up on YouTube and look at different people talk about it, but it's like, it's one thing to talk about it, but it's one thing to go through it and experience it and try to gauge how you're supposed to react. And that shit's fucking difficult. But, you know, I take it one, one day at a time. I try to, I guess not fall into old habits of repressing myself and staying quiet. It's good to express your feelings. It's good to talk and get clarity, but it's also good to know boundaries and not force yourself into anything, you know, and just let things be flow, go with the flow. Now, you know, because a part of the wholeness is like your friends, your family and relationships, not relying on those to fill what you have missing in yourself. They can add to your happiness, but they shouldn't be what you're reliant on to be happy. Otherwise, if you lose it, you become devastated. And that's happened to me in the past. I got devastated from previous relationships and like, it took me years to recover because I relied upon that to fill in what was missing in myself. And I didn't realize that what was missing in myself was me acknowledging what I was repressing. Me digging deeper and trying to feel out what I was hiding from myself. And it was wild. Because, like, you know, I realized a lot of the things that used to bother me a lot wasn't the thing itself. It was me reacting to the thing and how I looked at myself reacting to it and feeling, I guess, inadequate. It's like, oh, I should have been able to handle that, but I wasn't. And now I'm just, I feel foolish. But the thing itself, like, when I look at, back on certain things, I'm like, oh. Well, shit, that shouldn't have been such a big deal. But yet, you know, the mind just delves deep into things and creates scenarios and, you know, fucking all types of bullshit. And, you know, like, I think that's a mark of someone that is a little bit dysfunctional. You know, because I believe assuredness, you know, is the definition 
of a mat and overthinking and creating scenarios and looking at the most negative things is not conducive to being, I guess, a proper man. Men seek to fix things and make things efficient. And you know, there's a certain confidence with that. It's like, even if shit's wrong, it's like, okay, I could fix it. I can figure something out. There's a solution. Let's not dwell on it. We don't dwell. We, we create, we fix, we, we do not just men, humans, everybody. And I guess, yeah, the, the fervent thoughts of, a. ADHD <laughs> I swear I have ADHD I don't know if I do for sure I should probably um figure out a, a way to get that diagnosed if it's uh, possible but then again I'm not gonna take none of them ADHD pills I don't I, I feel so stupid calling them ADHD I know it's Ritalin and some other shit or whatever it's called you know that I, I don't know I think concentration and determination and focus should be trained in order to overcome certain inadequacies. Not that people that have ADHD are inadequate, it's just that I find for myself it's not conducive for, you know, a lot of the things. It helped me with music and, you know, certain things and I guess video editing and, you know, being able to zone in and focus on a certain thing, but also kind of left me lacking in a whole host of other things that, you know, needed attention. And yeah, I think conquering the wandering mind is the key to conquering the wandering life <laughs> here i am quoting shit i'm out here quoting myself this is me 2023 oh that okay that's got a nice ring to it me 2023 up in this shit this is just a ramble this is what you guys came to listen this is me rambling you waited two weeks to hear me ramble <laughs> oh, I'm on a farm yeah it's nice kind of wish I did this in you know warmer weather to be honest because like when it's like negative 18 and you gotta you know pick eggs before they freeze so you have to do it like multiple times a day it's a fucking hassle it's like I'm I'm going checking eggs like every hour and like there's covered in shit and the the birds are pecking me through my gloves. I'm complaining again. But at the same time, it's like, man, this is fun. It's riveting. This is an adventure. We all need to do adventures like this. Not necessarily in winter. I I don't fuck with winter no more. Me and winter are not on good terms. Cause like you ever you ever just go outside? And you breathe through your nostrils and then them shits just stick together. They just stay stuck. 
So then you got to get your two fingers and stick them in your own nose and prop open your nostrils so you can breathe through your nose. That's how cold it got, motherfucker. That shit wild. And these animals are outside in this shit. I'm like, yo, how? I mean, the chickens got a heater, but like the pigs, the goats, the cows, they're just out. They're just outside. This is outside. So, yo, we live this, yo. Y'all, y'all with your little furless skin and shit. Y'all weak. We animals. We out in this shit. We shit on ourselves and we eat grass and shit. Ain't nobody fucking with us. Ain't no bears out here. They're scared of us. They're like, oh shit. Yo, that cow's just crazy. Did like a fucking tornado kick and drop kicked that crow out the sky and shit. It was gangster. It was beautiful. It's like Kung Fu Panda, but North American style. Kung Fu Cow. Hit him with milk and shit. Splish. Um. <laughs> oh. I'm in like a delirious haze because I'm so fucking tired. Like I'm up at six. And immediately I, I got to take care of the, the animals inside the house. And then I go outside, take care of the animals outside the house. And then I get like an hour rest, you know, to make breakfast. <laughs> and then I'm back at it. And then I rest again, go check for eggs. Rest again, go check for eggs again. Rest again, go check for eggs. Rest again, and do an evening chores. Got to get all the waters and everything. Make sure nothing's frozen. Make sure there's enough food. Check if nothing's dead. Because shit just, you know, just dies in this kind of weather, you know. And then rest again. Check for eggs. Take care of stuff inside again. You know, feed the lizard. Water the plants. Clean shit. Check for eggs. <laughs> and then nighttime chores. And then lock up. And then back in here. Take care of the animals again. Feed the cats, more water and all that stuff. And then I cook dinner. You know, and um, yeah, the first couple nights I was very creative. And as I got more tired, um, I just been cooking whatever meat was available, frying up some eggs and just eating that. Just I'm having horrific farts. I'm telling you, if y'all could smell these farts, you would punch me immediately. <laughs> these farts elicit violence. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I brought, I brought some, um, vegetables and shit to, cause I knew it was going to be a lot of meat here. So got some peas, lettuce, carrots, um, garlic, lots of onion. Uh, I got a, I brought a coconut. I don't know why, uh, some citrus, you know, mandarins and shit. And, um, you know, just having a balanced diet, a lot of eggs and meat and some fruit and vegetables, low carb, terrible farts, just terrible farts. And yeah, where was I going with this again? You know, in life, we got to challenge ourselves, And I think that's part of manhood. You know, we got to challenge ourselves and see where our limits are at. 
you know, to really gauge, you know, how we're going to proceed in life. Because so often, you know, I, I was, I still am, I'm still am the type to just quit shit. Just immediately. Not many motherfucking jobs <laughs> I left to the day of. <laughs> These fucking warehouses. I'd walk in, you know, work eight hours, about to clock out. I'm like, you know what? I ain't coming back to this. <laughs> and I ain't tell nobody. <laughs> I don't even, they don't, I don't even wait till I clock out. I just grab my shit. I just gave them a free eight hour work day and I lost bus change. But you know, I was like years ago. I stopped, I stopped doing that because you know, that wasn't conducive to, you know, making money and living a life. But yeah, when I was doing that shit, I was doing it a lot. A lot of warehouses, you know, got me on a shit list. So, hey, don't hire this guy. <laughs> He'll walk in there and he'll walk right out. Actually, maybe do hire him. It's a free days of work. Have him just unload everything. He's super strong. Why he working so hard and making me look bad? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I have a... I have a habit of, I guess, <laughs> going 100%. And then the second I feel disrespected, I just dip. And, you know, um, yeah, ego is such a, a fucking tragic thing, man. And maybe that's part of, you know, being a man, having your ego in check. Having your emotions in check, but also allowing them space to breathe and, you know, because like I see so often, like, especially for fathers out there, new fathers, shout out, yeah, my cousins, Dave, you know what it is, yeah, big father time, know what I'm saying right there, know what I'm talking about right there, oh yeah, you the father, get that flat cap, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, anyway, um, Oftentimes you want to, you know, not give your children the same experience you received. Because I, I know, at least with my father, he's he had a very different, you know, upbringing. And um, I guess in his own way, he was trying to, I guess, prepare us for life. And, you know, how rough it will be. And yeah, it is rough, <laughs> but there's still a lot we weren't prepared for. And, you know, I guess I, especially me, I'm struggling a lot with that and yeah, navigating where to be tough and where to be soft. I think that's a real big part of manhood. Because you don't want to be soft where you need to be tough. Because then you just end up in shit. And vice versa. When you're tough in a time of softness, that could create toughness in someone you wanted to be more whole later on in life. And there's like a fine balance between being tough enough and then a long softness to guess 
I guess, like sand down the edges of the, the toughness. Because you have to be authoritative, confident, and capable. If you're not competent as a man, you're useless. It's a cruel thing to say it like that, but it's true. Incompetent men are useless. We live in a world where being multifaceted is just normal. To be multidisciplined in different things and have knowledge on a wide array of things is normal. And to not be able to cope or handle different situations because of, you know, your own incompetence, you know, it really puts you in danger of being taken advantage of or being cast aside. That's something I didn't, you know, I wasn't taught, but I witnessed frequently. You know, so many men, you know, great, kind people, but ultimately incompetent. We're just cast aside. And, you know, being able to fix things or have the willingness to find solutions I find is the the greatest I guess attribute of a man but again yeah this in itself is just my ramblings no I don't I'm not well studied in you know what it means to be a man but I do know that the world is cruel and it's often cruel very quietly. You know, some people may seem like they're doing okay and they're thriving, but they're hiding shit and shit that just eats away at them. And then all of a sudden some bad news hits and you go like, oh, I didn't think they'd ever do that. Oh my gosh. But you didn't know that this motherfucker has been struggling. And that's part of, I guess, the, the, the dark side of being a man. Like not being able to speak out sometimes because you feel like you're going to be judged. And, you know, and looked down upon for being, I guess, weak. And that's fucked. So many men die in silence. And it's, and it's weird, I guess, because like I see so often on social media It's like, oh, it's okay to talk. It's okay to share your feelings. It's okay to be vulnerable. But like, for some reason, it still doesn't feel okay. Like, yeah, in small circles, yeah, you can share, you know, some, you know, stuff and talk about it with people. But like, I guess overall, like, a lot of the time... It doesn't feel okay to share. It doesn't feel okay to talk about, you know, feelings that are confusing and vulnerabilities and expressing sadness. It's like you always got to be up. You always got to be constantly moving forward. And if you're not, 
You're viewed as weak and you're not a man. And I don't know how to exactly remove the stigma of that, but I guess hopefully me being an example of someone stepping outside of that into, I guess, the public realm and sharing these feelings and thoughts, you know, can help somebody. You know, because like I know for myself, I spent many, many, many years just going through shit alone. You know, I lost one of my best friends. And I went through that alone. No one knew. And I was still telling jokes, still smiling, still still putting on this mask that everything is okay. And then when I get home, I just stay in my room and cry. Just by myself and no one could ever say anything. Oh, what's wrong with him? Oh, oh, he's just moping. <sighs> the fucking man. Yeah, it's just, I wish I had the, the foresight to think like this back then, you know, I, I have a feeling a lot of things would be very different, but you know, it's, I arrived here now, it's been a journey the last couple of years, and it's all to becoming more whole. No need for outside influences. But completing myself within myself is the goal. It's a struggle. But that's a goal. And I think that's humanhood. <laughs> Not just manhood. So yeah, I guess um, I'm gonna cap it off there. I gotta get up early in the morning. Oh fuck, I'm tired. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Take care. And if you need to reach out, you know, and express yourself, do so. Find someone you trust. There's anonymous platforms that you can go on to talk to someone. Don't do what I did and just bottle it up inside and then hope it goes away. That shit does not go away. You got to always work through it. You know. So work through your shit. Talk to somebody. And become whole. Within yourself. So you can share your wholeness with the world. All right, y'all. Take care. Peace.